one of the things that I found out from my conversation with Sebastian Ajo was that none of his teammates, zero of his teammates, have visited him in uh, the north-central coast of Finland. It's a beautiful spot. Jacob Slavin is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Sebastian seemed mad that no teammates have come to visit him this summer. How come? How come? Jacob, go. Fly to Finland. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, I got two kids. And flying, uh, flying across the sea, uh, across the ocean would not be uh, the most uh, enjoyable trip with a toddler who's just learning how to walk. Oh my gosh! First of all, I know you uh, you you have been uh, on. I, I I always hate to call it daddy duty because it's the greatest thing in the in in the history of the world uh, to be a father. So uh, all of that. But uh, how is it? How is it chasing two around? Oh, it's it's fun. Our daughter Emerson is rambunctious and sweet, and then Charlie, our son, is just a wild child so far. <laughs> he loves getting into everything, but he's always got a hockey stick or a golf club in his hand. So that makes uh, that makes Daddy happy. Is he is he a righty or a lefty? What 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 is he so far? Yeah, he's a righty. Um, I'm at least that's what I've been giving him because <laughs> I don't want to have to be able to teach. I don't want to teach two golf swing or golf swing <laughs> and a hockey, hockey uh, slap shot in two different ways. So we're just we'll make him a righty and everything. That's good. My my kid's a lefty. I don't have any right-handed clubs to give him. So everything every time he outgrows a set, it's uh, it's to the store uh again so what has your summer been like by the way i'm just I'm obviously playing around i'm not don't expect you to fly to finland with uh with two young kids uh but it is 65 degrees for a daytime high over there uh sounds amazing compared to what See? we got coming up this weekend here in raleigh but um no summer's been good summer's been really good just visited some family um right after the season and then um out to colorado to visit my family um in july and try to escape the Raleigh humidity during July, but Colorado wasn't much better. Honestly, normally it's nice and, uh, nice and dry. And, but the days there were hot, um, but no, it was good. We had a couple different hockey camps, one here in Raleigh, one in Colorado that we do every summer, uh, through hockey ministries. And then, um, just a lot of good family time and, uh, yeah, just, just hanging out. And so hasn't been a whole, whole crazy summer for us. Not a lot of players stick around, but there are some who have been here for a while and some who get back early. So how big is the crew right now uh, that is skating and working out together? Yeah, we got a, we got a decent crew for uh, captain's practices just starting. We probably have eight, eight guys here, um, and I think more to come. And so, obviously, you guys will start rolling in a lot more after Labor Day, but... Um, in the next week or so, I think we're getting a couple extra. And then uh, the Durham Bulls-Canes game is on Friday night next mm -hmm. week. And so I know a couple guys wanted to come back and uh, hit bat in practice for, for that. So um, it's a good group we got going right now. Sebastian said he would be in on the third. So he's going to miss the baseball game. Uh, he could talk to you about finish baseball, which is a thing. Uh, but yeah. uh, he says he'd be here on the third. I just found out because I asked him uh, earlier. So... Um, how long did you give yourself before you got back into preparing for this season after it all ended? Yeah, well, for my, for me, I was recovering from a uh, 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 concussion, and so I right. was uh, taking it easy for a little bit there. Um, I took about two to three weeks off, though, 
um, about a, a week off fully just to let the head heal, and um, that's all better now, so we're good. And then started playing some tennis and stuff, but uh, working out and everything like that, typically two to three weeks. But skating, I don't really skate um, in full gear. Obviously, I'm helping out on ice with those camps. But um, for myself, I don't really start skating in, again until August. So um, lots of time off the ice to let the let, let the hips and the hip flexors uh, recover from the season grind. But um, yeah, no, body body's feeling good now, and and looking forward to this season. And, yeah. uh, you always get you kind of get antsy to start working out again right after the season, but then once you're in the gym for about a month, you're like, okay, let's let's get the hockey thing going again. <laughs> let me let me ask you just about that uh, about that injury because we all remember it. Uh, and I, if my recollection is that's the first time that you have had uh, a concussion during your at least your NHL career. We've seen other injuries here and there, but nothing like that. Um, walk, walk me through your recovery process with that uh, and just the initial, just like you, what, what you remember from it. Yeah, no, I, I remember, I mean, I remember everything uh, perfectly clear, everything except when I was uh, flying through the air and hitting my head on the boards and right. on the ice. I was, I was unconscious for that, but, um, everything before and after that, I mean, I remember clearly. Um, and so, no, the the play itself was just a unfortunate way the puck was bouncing. And when I looked right. up originally, I saw Martin up there, and I didn't see Sam Bennett behind him. And then so I was like, okay, I'm good to grab the puck and make a play. And then as soon as I looked up to pass the puck, someone was right there. And so um, just part of the game, though, he actually he had reached out to me after the game to make sure I was okay and everything. And so... Um, nice gesture from him there. Um, but recovery wise, uh, all good. Just like I said, it took about a week to, to fully <clears throat> recover. I had a small headache, honestly. It was really my only symptom. I know concussions can sometimes be weird with every, every, every person's different. And some guys are sensitive to light, some right. guys noise, whatever it was. But for me, all I really had was a small headache for a couple of days. And, um, then I was, I was fine after that. And so. It was uh, it was an easy recovery for me. Had to obviously clear some protocol stuff through the league and through the team, but um, that took about a week, week and a half. Did you watch the any of the Stanley Cup Finals? Um, a little bit, uh, not too much though. I mean, especially when the games were in Vegas. Those were, I guess, it was an eight o'clock start Eastern, wherever it was. So um, I didn't watch too much of it. Every once in a while, I turned it on, but. Um, wasn't watching too much of it, but it's it's not because you just couldn't like you weren't in like because everybody processes it differently. Uh, yeah. Some some sometimes you know we we have lost now I don't care. Uh, did it matter to you who won? No, I mean it, it really like obviously I, we wanted to win and we that's that's the goal going and every year is winning, but. I mean, for myself, I, just, I mean, watching good hockey is watching good hockey. And so if I was able to turn it on, I would. Um, but it wasn't a, a lack. It wasn't the thought of, oh, man, that should be us in there. Like, I'm, I'm not going to watch the game because I'm so mad. Like, that's just that's not my personality. <laughs> and so um, it was more so, like like we said earlier, a little bit of dad duties going on and just uh, enjoying the time with the family after a long season. Yeah, and honestly, uh, anything that starts after eight o'clock, if it's going to keep me up beyond eleven, man, that's hard. Uh, how was your recovery from the five overtime game? 
Yeah, that one was that one was pretty crazy. I don't know if my body's ever felt that before. Um, laying in bed that night, uh, there was there wasn't really a comfortable position to get into. The uh, the body was still kind of in shock, and so um, no, that, that one was. Uh, I, I don't. I've never cramped in a game before, but that was uh, the first time I think I've cramped in a game, and so it was uh, it was fun. It was long, but. Um, uh, hopefully never have to do that again. What was it like in between periods? I was just refueling the body, hydrating the body. I mean, we eat our pregame meal at noon, 1230. <laughs> and then uh, even, I think that was an eight o'clock start, right? Yeah. So I guess it was probably closer to one that day for pregame meal. But so we eat our pregame meal then. And really there's not much, there's not another big meal from then until the start of the game, just some snacks here and there. And so, definitely hungry but um yeah it was it was it was a wild game and everyone was obviously tired and so it was um uh, like i said it was it was fun to experience that one time but i don't think i want to experience that again it would have been so much better had you guys you would have been all into it if you guys had won the game man like just oh, give, give, sure. give me a five overtime game again uh yeah serious question about I guess it's the business of hockey. Um, mm-hmm. We don't know how it's going to work out with uh, your friend Brett Pesci. Uh, and hopefully mm-hmm. it works out where he's here uh, forever, and hopefully it works out the same with you. Uh, but how do you weigh the the loyalty element of the sport? You know, Sebastian's signed for eight more years after this upcoming year. Um, mm-hmm. So th- there has been that. Uh, but how do you process what may or may not happen with Brett? Yeah, it's it's hard, obviously. Like you said, there is the business side of it, and it happens all the time where guys come into a team, guys leave a team, and so um, from that standpoint, like it, it just happens. Um, from a friend and a teammate standpoint, like you said, I'm, I'm right there with you. I hope he plays his whole career in a cane sweater, and um, me and him have been in the league uh, we came into the league together and we played every year together. And so, um, obviously not on the same line, but just been with each other. And so we're, I would consider us extremely good friends on and off the ice. And so it would be, uh, it'd be a real bummer to see him not be here, but, um, hopefully, I mean, they still got a year to figure something out. Right. And so we got, we got some time and, and hopefully they can dial something into where, both sides are happy, and uh, I know the Kane fan, uh, fan base would be extremely happy to see that deal um, come through. Oh, there is no question. We all would. Uh, have you thought about your long-term future at all, or are you just uh, too busy uh, with kids? I mean, it's, I think it's always a thought in the back of your mind, right? I mean, there's, there's only a select few players who will ever play their whole career for one team, and obviously – our family, we love the Raleigh area. We've been here like a, my whole career, and so um, we'll just have to see. Uh, worry about this season as it is. I mean, nothing can really be done until next summer, and right. so um, there's no there's no point stressing over it or worrying about it too much. I mean, that's all in God's hands. If God has me playing my whole career in Carolina, then I will be more than happy um, to do that. And so. Uh, we'll just we'll just take it one day at a time, and uh, and when that time comes, we'll see what we can get done. I'll leave you. I'll leave you with one more question, Jacob Slavin, and then we'll let you get get back to being a dad. Uh, best thing about playing for Rod Brindamore, your head coach. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sure I've shared this so many different times on probably on here and also in 
in other interviews, but I think one of the one of the best the things that I appreciate the most is just the just the uh, genuineness and respect he has for everybody. Um, it doesn't matter where you're at in the organization, who you are as a person. He's going to treat you the same way and and give you respect just because that's that's who he is. And so when when you're able to play for a coach like that and and knowing that he he understands and he wants to win the game just as much as anybody else does. But he also understands that hockey is just hockey, and so he understands the family aspect of it. He understands the the memories of it and everything. And so he's just he's a special coach in that in that sense that um, he truly just cares about everybody. And so uh, that's that's really uh, fun to play for, and I really appreciate that about him. I think everybody says a, a, a different version maybe of what you just said here. I lied. One more, one more quick thing, and you can have some fun with this because I'm not being serious. Uh, about this, a list just came out. They listed the best, I don't know, uh, 20 defensemen in the NHL. Uh, you were behind a former teammate of yours, uh, Dougie Hamilton. You were behind, I think, Josh Morrissey of uh, of Winnipeg. Uh, all I could think of is like, come on, Jacob's better than those guys. Do, do, do you care about those lists? Do you get mad secretly? Uh, I, I wouldn't say get mad. I would honestly say, how am I not? Uh, how am I even on that list? Because Obviously, there's some really good defensemen in the NHL, and uh, we all know that putting points on the score sheet isn't necessarily my cup of tea. And so, I mean, I, I don't. The, the recognition is is nice, but that's not something that, um, that that toots my horn, if you will. It's just it's cool, but at the same time, it's not going to change how I play the game or or how I define myself. And um, it's, it's just, I mean, it's a fun list, but at the same time, like. Dougie is on there for a reason, and he is an extremely good defenseman. And so, um, it's it's, um, it's, I would, it's never something that I get mad about if right. there are certain players before me or certain players behind me or whatever it is. It's just, I would say, it's just uh, a thing that they get to do during the off season to <laughs> fill some TV time. I guess, and even though you are better than most of the players on that list who are ahead of you, uh, Jacob, enjoy uh, your captain's practices. Uh, you're about a month out, for a little bit less than a month out from training camp. We'll see you then. I appreciate your time. Yeah, I appreciate it, Adam. Thank you. You got it. Jacob Slavin here on the Adam Gold Show. He's better than this. There's like 12 players listed ahead of him. Yeah. He's better than I know. almost all of them, including, I mean, look, I know Eric Carlson had an amazing offensive season. You can't even process that. He's better than Eric Carlson. Yeah.